you have more control over your health than you realize. And it all comes from eating a variety of colors, getting adequate sleep, reducing your stress, and really connecting back to keeping things simple. These are all practices we really do know we should be doing, right? You don't even have to understand how the gut microbiome works to understand the benefits of sleep, sunshine, good relationships, smiling, laughing, feeling happy, and eating the foods, all of the foods that nature has naturally provided us. It's Evie here. Welcome to EML Radio, where we are always talking truth. All of those things you need to hear that nobody else is willing to say. Hey there. Welcome back to EML Radio. We're going to talk about your gut today, what your gut is, and why it is so critical that you have a healthy gut biome. You've probably heard the word microbiome. Unfortunately, most people don't really understand what that is. So today I'm going to kind of just educate you on, for one, what is your gut? Because most people think their gut means their stomach and that isn't it. And then most people don't really understand what it means to have a healthy gut microbiome and good, healthy bacterial balance within their gut. So Let me just first start by explaining what is your gut? It is not just your stomach. So your gut is the whole entire passageway from where food goes in to where waste comes out. That whole distance, the whole digestional tract is referred to as your gut. And then in that gut, we have this really purposeful genetically driven gut microbiome. And that microbiome is made up of bacteria, fungi, protozoa, and viruses. And there are literally billions of them throughout our gut. And we know that about 80% of our immune system resides in that digestive tract. So this is why it is so important for you to understand gut health. And then I'm going to leave you today with ways for you to improve it. So let me just talk about immune system real quick, because we know that 80% of our immune system actually resides in that gut. And I like to explain that as, think of your immune system kind of as this army. So you've got this army living inside there that is critical for you to be able to fight off things as small as the common cold, for you to fight off infections, for you to fight off serious viruses like COVID and every other virus. And most importantly, that immune system and that army within your gut needs to be healthy so that in the long term, you can fight catastrophic diseases. So I can't stress enough, guys, how important the health of your gut is to your longevity and your ability to fight disease. 
So we think about this army kind of living inside that gut. And there's things that kind of destroy that good, really intricate, delicate balance that is in there. And then there are also things that we can do that help improve and kind of beef up that army. And I just like to use kind of that visual because it just makes it less overwhelming to understand. Because for most people, when you hear the word gut microbiome, you're like, unless you want to geek out on nutrition or on health, you just kind of tune out. So instead, what I want you to think about is all we're going to talk about today is like building this really awesome, strong army. And if you needed an army, do you want just one kind of soldier or do you want to be able to attack from every different angle? You want to be able to attack from the air. You want to be able to attack from the sea, right? You want to be able to have people that are hand-to-hand combat. So I think about our military. We don't just have one kind of one division in the military. We make sure that we are properly protected from every area. This is why it is so important for that delicate balance of all those little critters living inside there that make up that army. We've got to have a big diversity and the proper balance of those critters. So the standard American diet and our current lifestyle are absolutely wreaking havoc on that delicate balance. So I'm just going to list out to you some foods to start with that really cause disruption within the gut. They're all the big ones. And really, this kind of is what I talk about all the time. These are the foods that we want to avoid. Sugar, grains, Our gut biome, guys, has not evolved as quickly as the agricultural revolution would make you believe. We are not, as a species, we are not genetically predisposed to be able to properly digest grains. It's just a fact. We could record a whole nother episode on that, but today we're just going to go over the list of foods. So we've got sugars, highly disruptive. Grains, highly disruptive. Saturated fats, those are fats in greasy fried foods. Alcohol is a big one, a really big one. Chronic consumption of alcohol will cause what's called dysbiosis, which is a major disruption in that bacterial balance. Antibiotics. So you think about what an antibiotic is. It is meant to kill a bacteria, right? Antibiotics are no good against a virus. We all understand that, right? Antibiotics point is for them to kill bacteria. Now, they are one of the greatest inventions in modern medicine because there's some bacteria that will kill you, right? So they do have a purpose. But the whole nature of an antibiotic is to kill bacteria. But when you take those antibiotics, they're selective about what bacteria they're killing. They just simply kill everything. So if under dire, dire circumstances, you need to take an antibiotic. Well, that's for you and your doctor to figure out. But I would highly encourage you to stay away from antibiotics as much as possible. I can tell you personally, I have not taken an antibiotic in probably about seven years. The last time I took one, I hadn't taken one for about five years prior to that, finally broke down and took an antibiotic. And I can tell you it was the worst decision I ever made. I just seemed to not be able to get over the sinus infection that I had. And rather than just writing it out and toughing it out and doing the right things and working on boosting my immune system, I finally broke down and was like, I'm just going to take an antibiotic. 
let me tell you, I got every other cold and flu that entire season. So you have to remember, we're trying to build up that army. And antibiotics basically just come in and just spray napalm on the whole entire kit and caboodle. So avoid antibiotics as much as possible. Some other things that are just very obvious, smoking. Right? Smoking is highly disruptive to a good, healthy gut bacteria. And then some lifestyle factors are poor sleep and excess stress. So you can see that the way we live and the foods we eat are 100% responsible, guys, for how strong and healthy our immune system is. And as a side note, I noticed during all this COVID stuff that people really don't understand their immune system. You know, people started focusing on the, all those people that were immunocompromised, which is a real group, right? But nobody, like everyday people were like, oh, I'm healthy. I'm totally fine. They have no idea that their diet and their lifestyle makes them not fine. They have a very weak immune system. Most people have very weak immune systems, and that's not a good thing. We've got to improve our diet, and we have to improve our lifestyle in order to build back up a really good, healthy microbiome within our gut. So how do we do that? Well, for one, just lifestyle, let's get those out of the way. It is critical for you to start practicing good sleep hygiene, getting proper rest and no less than six, ideally eight hours of good, solid, uninterrupted sleep per night. <laughs> now I know most people are like, oh yeah, right, like that's ever gonna happen. I'm just telling you, if you do not improve your sleep, it will take years off your life. And I get it. I have suffered from insomnia and all sorts of sleep issues since I was a kid. But it's at the forefront of my mind all the time trying to practice things to improve my sleep. So just make sure that you're not just writing off sleep as something that you can't improve because I promise you, you can. You just have to work at it. So sleep is super important from a lifestyle standpoint. And then finding ways to reduce stress. Start practicing some meditations. If you're on our EML Facebook group, which is a group that's open to everybody, our EML coach, Jen Harbour, who is just a phenomenal yoga and body mechanic specialist, she records a weekly guided meditation on there that sometimes they're as short as two minutes. Those are ideal. So I encourage you, if you're not already, get over to our Facebook group, just EML and you can find it under my page as well and join that group because we have so many free resources on there for you. Other ways for you to reduce stress is going to be unplugging from electronics more often. That's also going to help with your sleep. Going for walks, praying, journaling, even just focusing on breathing. So even if it's just a matter of being at your desk and slowing down your mind and focusing on your breathing, that will also help reduce stress. Okay, so lifestyle, most important factors there, guys, is going to be improving your sleep and then reducing stress. And then there are foods and ways that we can actually try to improve our overall gut bacterial balance. So first thing in the morning, something you can do is to have about 15 milliliters of apple cider vinegar diluted in an eight ounce glass of water. Some people like to add lemon juice to that too. That's great. I prefer this warm just seems more palatable to me. And I don't know if I've ever recorded anything on this before. I can't remember. But the whole apple cider vinegar, you see it out there and people are going to say it's great for weight loss. Well, it's not like just going to make you lose weight. 
It does have some serious health benefits though. And consuming it first thing in the morning, it is going to help stimulate your digestive enzymes. And those digestive enzymes are inside of your stomach, right, where your food first goes, and it helps prepare your stomach in order to receive and really properly digest the food that's coming. So first thing in the morning, a practice 15 milliliters of apple cider vinegar in water. Another thing to do first thing in the morning is make sure that you have at least a little bit of something in your stomach before you have coffee. This is so important. There's a functional medicine doctor, a good friend of mine that I work with, Dr. Drobot from the American Center of Biological Medicine in Scottsdale, Arizona. And he had described it to me and a client one time on a call. And I was like, oh, that's fabulous. So putting coffee on an empty stomach in the morning would be the equivalent of taking a shot of tequila on an empty stomach in the morning. Now think about that. You would not do that. Like that just hurts my gut thinking about it. But most people do exactly that from a health standpoint by dumping coffee on an empty stomach every morning. So you do not have to have a full meal, but just make sure that you have a little something in your stomach first before you have that first cup of coffee. There are certain foods that you can eat that help improve and stabilize a good healthy balance within your gut. And those are going to be fermented foods. So fermented vegetables, pickled vegetables, things like sauerkraut. I'm not a sauerkraut fan. I do like kimchi. Kimchi is one to eat. Aged cheeses. Now, this is where you have to be careful because you want to make sure that the quality of the dairy is superior. And what I mean by that is that it's small, farmer-produced, whole milk or raw cheese and really good aged. Aged white cheddar is like one of my favorites. I don't do any kind of dairy whatsoever as far as like drinking milk or anything. I definitely don't tolerate lactose well, but I do consumed hard aged cheeses and aged white cheddar is like my favorite. There's a company out of Montana, I think it's called Frontline. Yeah, Frontline. Anyway, that's one to look out for. So aged cheeses. And then yogurt can kind of fall into that category as well. But again, most yogurt is just really poor quality. So you just want to make sure that the yogurt is whole or raw milk yogurt. And then lastly, and this one is the most important, it is absolutely essential to have a variety of foods, a wide variety of food in your diet. And honestly, this is where all these dogmatic diets like keto or paleo or the carnivore diet, like they can help improve some things. And like a carnivore diet has helped hundreds of thousands of people improve their autoimmune disorders. Now, that may be okay for a short period of time. But what happens is when we start eating an abundance of one type of food and we just pull other foods completely out, is that we start overproducing the bacteria that we need to produce the food, to break down the food that we're consuming a lot of. And we don't produce any of the other bacteria for the foods that we're not eating. Like, think about it. It makes perfect sense. Your body is very smart, right? Your body will figure out how to survive and how to be efficient. That's what your body is made to do. So if all you eat is red meat, even if it's grass-fed and super high quality, the problem is you are going to have an overgrowth of a bacteria that helps 
digest and break down red meat. And you are going to see a reduction in the bacteria that helps you break down things like leafy greens or apples or fruits and vegetables. Now, we don't want that. So it is absolutely critical that you eat a big, diverse variety of foods. And this is, (laughs) you guys, exactly why I teach to eat colors and not worry about calories. Like that's great from, you know, a weight loss standpoint, but more importantly, it is so important for you to be able to develop a healthy gut microbiome and a healthy, strong immune system. You've got to have huge diversity of foods within your diet. So I can't stress it enough. Eat those colors, right? Colors of everything. Eggs, you got white and you got your yellow, right? Red meat, white flaky fish, salmon, a variety of fruits and vegetables. Every different color of the rainbow needs to be in your diet every single day. That is how you are going to build up this good, strong army and this really good, healthy gut microbiome. And you've probably heard me say it before that the two most important factors for weight loss are a healthy gut and hormone balance. So if you are trying to lose weight, this is why you do not want to get involved with any of these dogmatic diets. They're based on pulling a huge amount of foods out of your diet instead of actually improving your gut balance by having a wide variety of foods. So although a keto diet or something like that may make you lose weight initially, I promise you in the long term, it is counterproductive to your overall health. So here's the truth I'm going to leave you with today. You have more control over your health than you realize. And it all comes from eating a variety of colors, getting adequate sleep, reducing your stress, and really connecting back to keeping things simple. These are all practices we really do know we should be doing, right? You don't even have to understand how the gut microbiome works to understand the benefits of sleep, sunshine, good relationships, smiling, laughing, feeling happy, and eating the foods, all of the foods that nature has naturally provided us. Thanks for tuning in today. If you haven't yet, I would encourage you to listen or watch on YouTube the Why Calories In, Calories Out is Bullshit episode with Dr. TJ Williams. He is going to discuss, him and I discuss in there, in more detail, what I covered today. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.